0: Uh, Welcome to another episode of the Tech.eu podcast. My name is Robin Waters. I'm here again with my lovely co-host, Tech.U reporter Shaheen Samavati. Hey, Shaheen, how are you?
1: Hi, Robin. I'm good. Thanks.
0: As always, great to have you back on the show as co-host. This edition of this podcast will be slightly different from previous ones, uh, as we're going to focus on the fintech sector and feature an interview with someone from uh, EDF, uh, which is one of the largest energy companies in the world. Uh, they've also kindly uh, sponsored this podcast for that matter. So thank you, EDF. Uh, we're also going to zero in on one of the, well, actually the largest tech acquisition ever to take place in Israel, uh, with Intel buying Mobileye for $15.3 billion. That's a lot of dollars. Not that much different from other episodes that we're going to feature some recent news items from across the European tech scene uh, that we think are worth highlighting. Only this time, we are going to focus on a single topic, as mentioned before, fintech.
1: All right, so on that note, let's look at some interesting financing rounds that we've covered in the past few days. To kick off, UK-based fintech startup Adam Bank, which is essentially an app-based bank, has raised £83 million, which is about €95 million euros these days. The investment came from the Spanish bank BBVA, as well as Tosca Fund and well-known British fund manager Neil Woodford. BBVA now holds a 29.5% stake in the company, which has raised a total of £219 million to date. Adam Bank launched in April 2016 and has recently released its first mobile mortgage product. The company intends to use the new funding to expand and develop new products.
0: As companies tend to do when they raise new capital. Uh, another funding round by a UK fintech startup that got our attention was the 20 million pounds that was raised by London-based payment platform provider CurrencyCloud. Uh, their series D round was led by GV, which is formerly Google Ventures with participation from Notion Capital, Sapphire Ventures, Rakuten, Fintech Fund, and Anthemis. The company essentially offers an API that facilitates cross-border payments, customers including Klarna and Travelax, so not small ones. According to Currency Cloud, a whopping $25 billion has already been sent through its infrastructure, and with the new funds, the company, uh, of course, hopes to grow even faster in the near future.
1: And of course it's not only in the UK where fintech companies are raising capital. Another example comes from Sweden where a company fittingly called Capital but with a Q has raised $12 million in a series A round from Industrifonden, in Northzone, Rocketship VC and Anthemis. The startup mostly targets young people offering a personal finance app that helps them save and manage their money more efficiently. And last but not least, there's Belgium-based Silverfin, which offers accountancy software that integrates with legacy programs and links together financial data, reporting, and communication. They've just secured $4.5 million in a Series A round led by Index Ventures alongside existing investors. Uh, The company has already attracted 64,000 businesses as its clients and says it will invest fresh funds in product development, expanding its team and setting up a new office in the UK. Yes, and on a personal note, it's always great to see Belgian tech companies raise funding from uh, international investors.
0: Uh, in the UK, meantime, there's another fintech startup, uh, they're called Monzo, they used to be called Mondo, but they had to change their name. They're also trying to build a new kind of bank. Um, they set out to raise £2.5 million in a crowdfunding campaign. Instead, more than 41,000 people have pledged over £12 million in just two weeks. And that's on top of the nearly £20 million a startup has already raised from institutional investors. To see for yourself why people seem to be so excited about this company, you can take a look at their investment deck, it's publicly available, and it really does provide some interesting insights into its business, although pretty, pretty short on actual financial information. And finally, staying on the fintech boat, there was an interesting acquisition also that was announced last week. Denmark found that TradeShift has acquired IBX Business Network, uh, which is a division of French IT consultancy company Capgemini. Um, The companies refused to disclose the terms of the deal, but is expected to close in April and will essentially result in the world's largest business commerce platform. By adding half a million suppliers and 27 million stock keeping units to the TradeShift marketplace, TradeShift says it expects to see an increase of more than half a trillion dollars in transact value over the next 12 months, thanks to the deal and boosted by activity in China.
1: But the acquisition that everybody's talking about has less to do with fintech and more to do with self-driving cars. American chipmaker Intel has coughed up a whopping $15.3 billion to acquire Mobileye, a publicly listed company based in Jerusalem. Founded back in 1999, the Israeli company makes vision-based collision detection and avoidance systems for cars, which will now, of course, become a key feature in Intel's self-driving car strategy. Uh, The chip maker was already a partner of the company, along with BMW. The acquisition is expected to close before the end of this year, and it'll be the largest ever tech acquisition to take place in Israel, even though it's been a hotbed for innovation for quite a long time already.
0: Yep, one for the history box for sure. Uh, Mobileye's CEO, Tif Aviram, uh, in a statement said that the deal with with Intel will allow his company to, quote, enhance and accelerate our combined know-how in the areas of mapping, virtual driving, simulators, development tool chains, hardware, data centers, and high-performance computing platforms, unquote. So that's... Quite a lot there. By acquiring Mobileye, Intel is jumping headfirst into a race to create autonomous vehicles that has accelerated recently as non-traditional companies like Tesla, Google, and Uber have jumped in, sparking bidding wars for companies that specialize in self-driving gear or software in particular. It gives Intel access to a lot of customers also in the car-making space. Mobileye says its chips are already installed in more than 300 car models, and known partners of the company include Volkswagen, General Motors, and Honda.
1: Yeah, this is the kind of deal that's bound to shake up an industry. So we'll see how it affects the market in the long term. But for now, let's focus on this being the single biggest acquisition of an Israeli tech company to date. So now, Robin, you had a chance to catch up with Jean Benoit Ritz, Director of Innovation at Blue Lab, energy giant EDF's Innovation Accelerator, about the EDF Pulse Awards. So let's listen in on that.
0: Hello, this is Robin from TechU, and I'm here with
2: Jean Benoit from EDF. Why don't you introduce yourself very briefly? Yeah, hello. Good afternoon, Robin. So I'm Jean-Benoît Ritz. I'm the Director of Innovation for EDF Energy Customers, and I'm also the Director of Blue Lab, our acceleration platform for innovation. Great to have you on the podcast. We're here to talk about an initiative you're basically
0: recruiting startups, and more specifically, you're recruiting startups for something called the EDF Energy Pulse Awards. Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, this... um, EDF Pulse Award is coming from group from France. It uh, was launched in 2013 in France. Great success. And uh, we have decided to, to launch a UK version here. And uh, it's all about engaging with uh, startups and to select uh, great ideas for the energy sector. Great. Um, there is no shortage of uh,
0: competitions uh, for startups. There are events, there are corporates running their own um, you know, awards. Um, so what is, it, what is it about this competition that you think
2: startups should know and why should they care? I think if you consider the, the energy sector, we are at a tipping point where, to some extent, we have to reinvent our ways of working. Um, We need to be more customer or consumer centric, and there is a room a lot for innovation. So I think it's the right time in the energy sector to be innovative, and uh, that's uh, what could attract startups to join such a challenge. Great. Um, To be more specific, what do startups get when they win? So they have a reward, of course. They are the winner of, uh, there were four categories uh, in our uh, challenge, one on on connected home and and business, one on how to inspire young people into STEM, one on data solution for uh, improving health and safety, and one on inspection solutions. Uh, So uh, when you are a winner of such a challenge, it's already a, a good reward. But also what is really important for us is uh, beyond the reward, we engage with them to continue to work and to create an offer together, which will have an impact at the end uh, in our market.
0: Right. EDF as a company, is the goal of this awards just to keep track of innovation in the energy market? Or is it a way also to you
2: know, identify startups maybe to invest in or to acquire? Yeah, I mean, that, that is really a really good question. We don't want to celebrate innovation just for the sake of innovation. It's really, really to accelerate innovation for, for the energy market and the energy sector. So it's, it's really beyond a price. It's the collaboration we want to have with them to be able to have the best solutions or the best services we can provide to our customers. So it's really a win-win collaboration. We expect... A, following this this prize, rather than just celebrating uh, innovation. Great. The winner of last year, can you tell us a little bit more about them? And why do you think they they came out on top? So they they were uh, one winner per category. But if we consider, for instance, a connected home and and business uh, category, which was uh, what we call the Blue Lab category for for customers, uh, this company is a small startup from Manchester. The name is uh, House. And they have developed a very uh, innovative connected home where uh, to some extent you let uh, you let your your family uh, knows uh, if you are going well or if you are uh, top shape uh, using your electricity consumption and and some uh, uh, local devices at home. So if you have a grandma alone at home, it's good for the family to know that everything is 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 under control. The daily routine is on track. And um, it's a good way to, to, to link energy and people. And that is really at the heart of, of our mission uh, as EDF Energy, our ambition. So that's why we were so happy to, to select this startup as, as a winner.
0: Sounds like a great startup. Are there any changes to the way that this challenge was run in France versus how it's run in the UK? What can startups expect?
2: Yeah, I think that that's what I've said uh, previously. You have different ways to accelerate innovation. And uh, in France, for the group, it was the first step was really to uh, celebrate innovation, to reward innovation, to reward bright ideas. And here in the UK, we were really keen to be innovative in a way that we had a 10-week program where the startup were directly embedded in our business to learn uh, how we do business, and then to be sure that at the end, the proposal, the, the final offer was really a joint proposal with the startup and us as, as a company. Great. So what
0: comes next? What's the timeline looking like for the rest of this year?
2: So uh, I think now it's uh, it's time to, to deliver. So uh, it's really to, to engage more with, with uh, the startups which have won uh, and to say, let's go for uh, really uh, an offer, how to make uh, ideas uh, happen and to be sure that at the end of the day, we have something tangible in the market which could serve better our, our customers.
0: Great, well, definitely keep us informed about how that goes. And you know, if you see any interesting startups coming out of Europe, make sure to let us know.
2: <laughs> yes. Thank you very much, uh, Jean-Benoît. Okay, thank you very much, Robin.
1: So that's it for this week. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. We hope you're a regular listener. If not, you can fix that by subscribing on iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also follow tech.eu on Twitter at tech underscore EU. We can also be found on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Google+. Thanks again for listening, and we'll be back next week. Bye, Robin. Bye, Shane. <laughs>